The Crate thanks to your friendly neighbourhood record store, Southbound Records. Kia ora, Troy, how are you? I'm fine, how are you? I am also fine. It is a, it's a gloomy old day, but you've brought us some great-looking vinyl, uh, including this bright green one. What, yeah. have, what have we got here? Well, check it out. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. This is cool. This here is the brand new album by Nubian Twist. I feel like you've brought this in to tempt me, Troy. I have. <laughs> Wait till you hear the vocal. You're going to be sold. Uh, Carice is on this one. Oh, nice. Maybe I'll take my headphones off. You take and take Like a mouse has got the cat by the tail Awesome. Hell yeah. So who is Nubian Twist? Uh, they're like a big band. Well, a big ten, band. <laughs> like in the old sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I, li- I like it. It's maybe, a good description. Maybe 10 or 11 of them. They started, uh, I think they were from Leeds. In fact, the the music program at Leeds University, I think. Oh, yeah. But uh, their last record, which only came out about a year ago, they had um, guest spots from Tony Allen and Sumulatu Astake. Very, very cool. Now this one here, they've uh, they've got guests, but all the guests that they've chosen this time are vocalists. Okay. So Carice or Charisse, depending on how you say it, is on this one. She's also on another one. Who this else is, is? This is very cool. I'm just getting distracted by the the horn section. Tess likes the bass in this bit. Mm. Working in a um, ten or eleven person band must be quite tough to make decisions. Generally, you would have a band leader or an MD. Who is the band leader in the case of Nubian Twist? It's the guy Tom, if you open up that gatefold. Ooh, here we go. This is a great photo. Which one is Tom? Who's he in this lineup? He's, he's somewhere in this. What he's, instrument is he playing? He's right there. I'm not he's sure. right behind Nubaya. Not Nubaya oh, yeah. Garcia, Nubaya Brandon. A bass. No, that was the other dude. Oh. They look like they're having a lot of fun, which I think you can hear in this tune, to be honest. Some of those features that you mentioned are Rhea Morin, yep. Soweto Kinch, Pat Thomas. Yeah, the great Pat Thomas. Ego LMA. I really like her. She's got a great voice. She is good. Uh, Nick Richards. Actually, Nick, I think, is in the band usually. Okay, but he maybe doesn't usually sing. No, I think he's the um, saxophone player. Cool. And then Cog or KOG? KOG. KOG. So this track must be Tittle Tattle. Indeed it is. Featuring Charisse. This is mean. This has got a great, great cover as well. it's got a, it's like a collage of a leopard jumping through a ring uh, on top of a sort of foresty scape. And there is an old school spaceship zooming past. I, was, I just thought then it might actually be an old school submarine type thing. It kind of looks like a spaceship in the way they've laid it out. I don't know if you could fit that traveling device into any sort of category. No, maybe not. It's just, it looks like a little bean. <laughs> a little silver bean with people Flying on it. Flying bean. The 
kind of looks like we were saying um, off air earlier, a bit like the Kikagaku Moyo covers. It's got similar colouring and aesthetic. Not the same artist. Is the Kikagaku Moyo, is that, is that usually depictions of the floating world, though? Yes. It is, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. And I guess this could be as well. Yeah, I mean, it's that. kind of in the same floating same bean. realm. Floating submarine bean. Yep. <laughs> So this uh, uh, new buy and twist, I love this kind of uh, current UK Afrobeat, jazz, neo-soul, funk, all of those different <laughs> categories people talk about. Yeah, I love yeah, the yeah. way it all comes together and it makes uh, something with a punch like this. So this is Tittle Tattle, I'm guessing, is it? It is, yeah. Yeah. I am... I'm hoping in the future, post-COVID, some of these bands decide to make their way to New Zealand for a few big festivals, because this would be so cool to see live. They are really good live. Not that I've seen them. Seen some videos. Yes, I have. That was awesome. Freedom Fables is the name of uh, their new LP. I think, I'm pretty sure it's only been a year. Maybe it's been two years since the last one, but there you go. Now, something else new, uh, and this changes it up from being a big band, Tess, <laughs> to being a duo. Uh, ah, just two people. This is just two of them, and uh, this was all... This album was Ooh. made uh, from a selection of their live webcasts um, during last year. Cool. Uh, the two people in question, Desiree Douglas and Brandy Younger. Um, Mr Douglas is on the acoustic bass... And uh, Ms. Younger is on the harp. I see there's a review from Micaiah McRaven on the front. Well, their label Good mate. sign. Recognise so, this tune yet? Yes, but why? What is it? It's, it's that thing where I'm like, as soon as you tell me, I'm going to kick myself. I wish you could see what Troy's doing right now. It's a lot of finger conducting. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Obviously, it's the uh, Never Can Say Goodbye. Um, big hit for the Jackson 5, this one. <sighs> Told you. This is beautiful. I kind of like that harp's having a little moment. Is it? Yeah, Mary Lattimore, you know. She's, she's like the number one cool girl in the indie scene at the moment. Yeah, harp is great. Uh, although Brandy's uh, uh, approach to the harp is like possibly a little more, not old school, but related more to uh, Alice Coltrane, etc. Yeah, yeah. Who, coincidentally, um, Desiree Douglas did play with. That's very cool. And both of them have played separately with uh, with Ravi Coltrane, son of Alice and John. So this is just simply one mic in their apartment that was uh, done for their. Uh, webcast things. This sounds great though. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't um, guess it. But you do get that nice kind of room ambience. You can hear a little bit of talking there. There is some talking between tracks as well. Uh, cool. Not much, but some. Um, and of course, they're not just doing uh, Jackson 5 and Stylistics covers. They also do the Stylistics on the other side. But um, they do um, two by John Coltrane, one by Alice Coltrane, one by Pharaoh Sanders, who Desiree has also played with. Wow, that's very cool. And uh, it is on which label, Rachel? International Anthem. Please read what that Obi strip says. The Obi strip says, real, soulful, comfort music, spiritual self, emanating warmth from the hearth of a Harlem sanctuary. 
There you go then. Sounds about right, to be honest. Force Majeure. Force Majeure is the name of the album. Force Majeure, they discuss it slightly in there as, as uh, it's a, uh, a, a clause in contracts, which basically means, well, no, you can look it up. <laughs> this is beautiful. And, yeah, as you said, Tess, there's a lot of um, raving reviews from Micaiah McRaven on here as well. One thing I like about the international anthems is on the OB strip, they always have further reading you can go and do. So, like, essays and articles that you can find uh, and other records and and CDs you can listen to, which is awesome. Brunch in the Crib with Brandy and Deadron. That's, That's the name cool. of their cast, isn't it? That's really yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is beautiful, Troy. Is this it, one out on the shelves yet? It is indeed. It's Ooh, a great one. Oh, nice. Now, we'll move on to something which... A, isn't out on the shelves yet, but B, originally came out in uh, 1958, but will be out next week on the uh, Blue Note Classics All Analogue series. Came in quite hot there, didn't it? Yeah, and there's a reason it came in hot. Tell us, Troy. When you've got Miles Davis, you don't mess around. (laughs) But this is not a Miles Davis record. So what are we listening to? This is the... Great classic Something Else by Cannonball Adderley. Cool. Miles Davis on trumpet. Yeah. Cannonball Adderley on alto sax. Hank Jones on piano. Sam Jones on bass. Relations? No. No. And Art Blakey on the drums. That's awesome. Killer lineup, killer record. Most people with with even the vaguest interest in uh, sort of classic jazz are going to know this record. And like I say, it's coming out in the classic series. With the classic series so far, they have just... We've not been able to keep them in stock long enough. People are really after them, so possibly you want to pre-order this one. Nice. So this one's not out yet? No, next Friday. Oh, OK, this is a pre-order situation. Now, this this tune here is the title track, right? Is this something else it is? This yeah. is something else, yeah. Written by who? Uh, written by... Miles. Oh, OK, I was going to say, I was looking for it on the liner, but and, uh, this you beat a, me to it. This is a very rare... Uh, uh, appearance by Miles as a sideman on someone else's record. Particularly at that time, um, Adderley was uh, part of the Miles Davis sextet, who, of course, did Kind of Blue. Yeah. Um, but who knows why Miles uh, said yes to doing this? Well, there is a photo of the two of them inside, and they look like great mates. So maybe that's that's all it was. He was like, "He's my friend, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this." Maybe so. Cannonball Adderley, I think, was uh, uh, one of the friendliest, nicest people around. He does look like a nice man. Miles, not so much, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> this course done at uh, uh, Rudy Van Gelder's studio, and it was uh, Rudy's first studio, which I was in his parents' house. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. All those classic Van Gelders from before 1960 were done in basically what was the living room of... Mr. and Mrs. Van Gelder's place, where uh, they built a control room for Rudy. That's amazing. You know what's also amazing? Rudy also had a day job at the time. He was an optometrist. Gosh. So this is produced by Alfred Lyon. Alfred Lyon, who was one of the two founders of Blue Note, along with Frank Wolf, who you recognise the photos from in um, those tone poet things. Mm-hmm. Frank might have even taken that one. Very cool. And this is originally from 1958. Correct. With one of the most iconic uh, Reed Miles covers. So we've got Autumn Leaves, Love for Sale, Something Else, 
One for Daddy O, Dancing in the Dark, and Alison's Uncle. I think Alison's Uncle, or uh, that's actually not on the LP. That oh, was okay. an extra track. Oh, nice bonus. But there's a there's Cannonball right there. You want to know why he was called Cannonball? Why was he called Cannonball Troy? That's a corruption of his actual nickname. Because he was rather a uh, greedy eating man, he was nicknamed Cannibal. (laughs) You'd have to be a good sport to be given a nickname like that. Or a terrifying person, but it sounds like he wasn't a terrifying person, so it must be the, the other. So this album is amazing. It has always sounded amazing. Um, if you've heard an analogue edition before, like a, a, an early pressing, you know how good it sounds. Yeah, so this you... is nice. And so is this one out now? Nope, Friday. Next Friday. Friday. Next Friday. So this, Next is, Friday. this is the pre-order. This and tell us about one. the other two. The other two, um, we just heard the, uh, the harp and bass um, duo is... Uh, Desiree Douglas and Brandy Younger. The album is called Force Majeure. It is on International Anthem. That's out already. Nice. And uh, New Buy and Twist, the new double LP Freedom Fables on Strut. That's out now too. See you in the shop then, Troy. You will indeed. Thank you very much for that. Talk to you next week. All right. From the crate, thanks to Southbound Records, 132 Simon Street.